0: There are some things out there that are simply misconceptions. One of them is that the calories consumed tomorrow don't count. And the calories consumed with leftovers the day after Thanksgiving and for Hanukkah meals or Christmas meals or New Year's Eve or perhaps the libations that you enjoy even later this evening, that none of those calories count. But our next guest says, oh, wait a second, they all count. And she joins us now on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline. She is a health coach, and she's also written a cookbook. Welcome into the program, Asha Paul. It is wonderful to have you on the program, Ms. Paul. Thank you so much for making time the day before the holiday.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Rick. I'm the, honored to be on the show.
0: Well, that's very kind of you. Um, as a health coach, what made you decide that it was time to write a cookbook, to compile some of these recipes to, to help people ace uh, to gradually and gracefully age?
1: Yeah, thank you for asking me. Uh, One of the reasons is I'm a foodie, (laughs) and so is my husband. And, you know, the basic thing is we want to have a good time almost on a regular basis. But if we can do that with uh, keeping our health in mind, that would be fantastic. And my reason for writing the cookbook is to not compromise taste, at the same time to be conscious about what we put into our bodies. That was the main reason.
0: So are you saying that there is a way that we can have our cake and eat it too? Is that suggested maybe a a possibility?
1: (laughs) Well, it certainly depends on the kind of cake, right?
0: Right. right. (laughs) So are these then going to be low-cal, low-fat, or are these going to be things that perhaps you have substituted something to still give you the same flavor that people expect without the calorie guilt? How have you done it?
1: Yeah, um I basically would prefer not to count calories, and that 's what I suggest um, for myself, my husband, and even my students. The whole idea is to eat high quality food that means you know great quality protein, be it grass fed beef or um, poultry, so on and so forth and Load up your plate with veggies as much as you can, and, of course, choosing the right kind of fat. These really make a big difference because once you have this in order, then it, half the battle is won, and it really, these things really satiate you.
0: There is a difference, however, between putting corn on your plate that has just simply been steamed as opposed to putting mashed potatoes that have sour cream and butter and perhaps, let's say, cream cheese in them, right? I mean, a mashed potato casserole is not the same as that steamed corn. We have to be honest with ourselves, don't we?
1: Absolutely. Uh, You're right on. However, I would not let go of mashed potatoes because a lot of us, especially for Thanksgiving, we like it. But what I would do is instead of just making it uh, mashed potatoes with just potatoes, I would also add things like cauliflower and parsnips. This way we keep the color of the mash. At the same time, we can increase the nutritional value while decreasing the carbs. That's the whole idea, isn't it? We don't want to compromise taste, but at the same time. Also not let go of familiar foods that we are used to.
0: So you're saying then would you would cut up and would you blanch the the parsnips ahead of time the cauliflower or how do you do that do you boil it right. the same way you do the potatoes?
1: Um, well, with potatoes, we usually boil them, right? right but right. with cauliflowers, I like to steam them maybe by about five or ten minutes. And parsnips, too, you can steam them or you can cook them with the potatoes, depending on how big you cut each of the um, veggies. Hmm. And then you would mash it up uh, nicely, the simil- exactly the way you would mash a mashed potato. And then, of course, you can always add butter as long as it is high quality. And I prefer to use grass-fed. Because uh, the famous saying is, you are what you eat, but I totally believe you are what you eat, eats as well. I think Michael Poulin made that um, quote very famous. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is about.
0: So you're sort of talking about adding some things or swapping some things. So rather than just having the starch, the potato parsnips come into the equation, cauliflower comes in. What are some other ones? And, and particularly, I think, because we look at things like the butter on the table. We look at sugar that might be in the pie. We look at some of these other things that are used as condiments or dressings to sweeten things or make them sour or whatever. What are some of the other swaps perhaps that we should consider?
1: Wow, I love that question. Thanks for asking. A great way to lessen butter would be if the recipe calls for two tablespoons of butter, then you can use one tablespoon of butter and one tablespoon of coconut oil or avocado oil. And especially for desserts, you can replace half the quantity of butter by adding mashed bananas, unsweetened apple or prune puree, Etc. to make it as flavorful as possible and then of course to lessen sugar a great way would be to add spices such as cinnamon nutmeg allspice cloves etc as these spices really tend to enhance the sweetness of a dish and personally speaking i like to add a pinch of sea salt as well when i make desserts as it boosts the overall flavor of the dish. So these are some of the ways we can lessen the ingredients which we may tend to overindulge, especially during holidays.
0: Asha Paul joining us. She is a health coach, and she has written a cookbook that is called The Wholeness Cookbook, Timeless Recipes for Graceful Aging. The final question I have is one that I think perhaps has to do with behavior as much as anything else. How can we sort of train ourselves rather than sitting down? The meal is at one o'clock tomorrow afternoon rather than sitting down and then saying, oh, my word, I'm not going to eat again until you know, Friday evening because I overrate. How do we stop that behavior?
1: Absolutely. A great way would be, you know, when you have, especially for tomorrow, when we have family and friends over for Thanksgiving, a great way would be to get kids and family and friends involved in making of the dish, like, you know, making a salad or whatnot, and also having party games, you know, so you start focusing more on relationships as well, and food, you know, often when we think about holidays, we feel food, we equate food to having a good time, Mm -hmm. but there are so many other ways of having a good time, including hanging out with family, having out with children, and staying hydrated, especially with water and healthier drinks, Uh, and um, a great way would be to, you know, I know that you love diet soda. I do. Yep, you caught me. Yeah. You caught me. I'm yeah. guilty. <laughs> no worries. Uh, my husband loves it, too. My husband love, cook, loves cook. So if I may suggest, instead of serving soda pops or even fruit juices, a good swap could be homemade herb or berry-infused sparkling drinks. And, by the way, um, I have some great free recipes and fantastic resources on my site, com, including holiday drinks. So if your listeners are interested, I would like to invite them to check it out.
0: All right. You can check out those free recipes, the videos, learn more about Asha and the Wholeness Cookbook. Again, it's Asha, A-S-H-A-P-A-U-L, com is how you can find that. Happy Thanksgiving, and thanks for uh, letting us uh, start thinking about these things before we sit down at the table and reach for the fork tomorrow.
1: Happy Thanksgiving to you as well, Rick, and your family.
0: Thanks, Sasha. As we check on traffic right now, AAA traffic, a lot of people coming and going already for the holidays.